Happy holidays, everyone, and welcome to the Christmas Movie Countdown here at Allentown Presents. I am your host, Katie, and I am joined by my awesome husband, Otis. Yellow. And we will be reviewing a new Christmas movie every day from the December 1st all the way up to Christmas. So sit back and enjoy episode six, Anna and the Apocalypse. Hit that music. Take a seat and take a rest From behind the curtain a disconcerting nod It's time to listen to the Spooky Movie Squad! (laughs) Happy Spookies, everyone! Well, happy Christmas Spookies, everyone. Merry Spookies, everyone! Yeah, Merry Spookies, I like that. (laughs) So, just like Katie said, this is episode... Six! Of the Christmas Movie Countdown. You don't want to say it wrong. I know. And this is episode 262 of just everything else. This is the Spooky Movie Squad. So it's Katie and I coming together to check out some Christmas-themed scary movies. So Katie, she already said the title of it, Anna and the Apocalypse. The tagline is, oh, the weather outside is frightful. That's pretty good. Yeah. I like it. It's very foreshadowy with what is to come. Yeah. <laughs> from this movie so for the uninitiated of this this one is a special special one i've done a little bit of reading and i've watched the short film that it's based on but this is a 2017 british christmas zombie musical film that is so much (laughs) and there's too many descriptive words it's a fun one so so good it is based on a short story by Ryan McHenry. I'm going to talk about him because he is a lot more popular and awesome than I realized. And the short was called Zombie Musical. And so there is a big scene in this movie. And I want to say it was in the trailers. But it is a girl. She wakes up and she's heading to school. And she's dancing on her way to school. And there's madness and zombies everywhere. And the short starts with that. It's legit like the beginning of Hairspray. It's Good Morning Baltimore, except all the shit that's happening as she's walking. Like, it's not like the uh, the drunk at the bar and the rats at her feet. It's like legitimate zombies crawling around and like she's just oblivious to it. Yeah. What, I, what it reminds me of, and a lot of people bring this movie up, it's it's like Shaun of the Dead, just like with Zombie for Sale. Uh, all it's one these, of my seven words. All these awesome zombie movies. It's like Shaun of the Dead. So at the uh, beginning, probably twenty minutes in, the first time he wakes up and oh, he heads right, to the right, store right. at the corner. You know, there's kids outside, there's people washing their car, and he gets himself a soda and he heads back. The next morning, when the zombies get there. He's walking and everything is almost the same except there's blood everywhere and destruction. And he just ignores it because it feels like it's the same kind of day to him. Mm-hmm. And it's absolutely hilarious. It's it's so funny seeing people just ignore things. It's, it's a really funny movie trope that happens a lot in movies. But they just ignore something very important that's happening around them because they're like, I don't know, I had headphones in or like, I didn't see it. They're like, what are you talking about? There's monsters everywhere. He's like, I didn't, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 
after making the short zombie musical, Ryan McHenry, Katie, he went off and decided that he wanted to be a little more awesome. So in 2013, he got on Vine and created the video series, Ryan Gosling Won't Eat His Cereal. (gasps) No way. Wait a minute. That's him? That means he died, didn't he? Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, I didn't mean to like totally fuck you over, but I remember um, an interview with Ryan Gosling because people kept asking him about this cereal thing. Mm -hmm. And he like... This guy, the Ryan McHenry, like had cancer and he was like on his deathbed and all he wanted to like fucking Ryan Gosling got in touch with him and filmed an entire short video for him of Ryan Gosling eating cereal, like actually just eating a whole bowl of cereal just for Ryan McHenry because this like Ryan Gosling won't eat his cereal was such a big deal. Yep. Absolutely. (laughs) Katie. She said everything I was going to say, but no, he went off and became even more awesome. He made a really cool vine that I saw, and I was like, that's really cool. There's tons of movies where Ryan Gosling will look a certain way and then just turn at a certain point, and so he just kept putting a spoon to his face. He's like, come on, eat it. Eat it. You you haven't eaten anything in a while. (laughs) Yeah. But no, Ryan McHenry is awesome. So the plan was to make Zombie Musical into a full-length movie. But unfortunately, he passed away two years before they finished it. So he had friends help out and other people wrote it. And the movie actually takes a darker tone because a lot of the people involved created it. They were still dealing with the loss of him. So they kind of made it a little more, I don't know, darker, sadder. Because they were just like, he's not here to see it. So they they leaned into the apocalyptic side of this Um I think if he was still around, it'd probably be a little more cheery and happy. Oh, the ending that I actually wanted probably would have happened if he had lived. Yeah, I I think it would have been a little more cheery. Yeah. Because the short that I watched, um, there's a couple of scary spots, but it's pretty pretty funny and stuff. Yeah. But it's awesome. So it's just uh, a school, well, kids at a school dealing with zombies, honestly. And Anna is the main character. That's kind of it. But it has the tinge that it's a musical. So here at Spooky Movie Squad, Allentown Presents, we enjoy scary movies that are musicals. I didn't think I'd enjoy it that much. But at this point, I believe this is the third or fourth musical scary movie that we have reviewed. I love musicals. And I'm forcing Otis, slowly but surely, getting him on the musical hype train. So, yeah, zombie movies and horror Horror musicals in general are like, that's a sweet spot. Make more! People who can write musicals. Yeah. <laughs> Make more! Yeah, what was it? Uh, Poultrygeist. And then uh, we watched another one recently. Katie's looking at me like, I know, I believe don't you. look at me. I believe you. I just could not tell you what it is for the life of me. Um, Damn. It makes me mad. Uh, hey, I'll find it later. But uh, I want to say this is actually the third one. Oh, in Chillerama, there was one. There were oh, songs and the beast, stuff. The, the Werebear, yeah. The Werebear. So I was like, I swear there's another one. But no, it, it's a really funny mix. So speaking of Anna and the Apocalypse, Katie, what did you think about the movie? I loved it. We literally, we were sitting on the couch watching this movie and this first song started and we got like a minute 
into this first song and it's kind of like upbeat Christmassy but also like you can tell like shit's about to go south and I was like oh instant banger put it on my musicals playlist like I found the soundtrack on Spotify I was like this is that's it put it on (laughs) this is fantastic the singing is shockingly good like because this is such a kind of underground-ish, low budget, like no one in this movie is really well known kind of movie, I was not expecting to be as happy with the vocals as I was. I really, really liked this film. I didn't know what I was going to expect from this. I did see this movie on a ton of lists and a lot of people were saying that it's surprisingly good. So I was very, I was excited when we finally were going to watch this and review it. I want to say it was on the list for last year, but it just didn't come to fruition, which is fine, you know? You know, don't want to watch all the great stuff all at once. But <laughs> like Katie said, a couple of minutes in, I was like, this is pretty good musically. Yeah. And, you know, I'm fine with musicals. It just make the songs catchy and they're different from each other. And it, I, I like it a lot. So, yeah. and like... It's a good mix. Scary with musical, you know? Mm -hmm. A musical actually can work with just about anything if you play it right. And, you know, a ton of popular Disney films have spots that it is a musical. Because when people sing their emotions, that's a fucking musical. And it happens. Musical numbers in tons of Disney movies turn into musicals for a little bit. And then it goes back to just being a animated movie but there are moments where people sing their emotions out loud so then they get turned into full-on musicals yeah so i mean everyone is predisposed to really enjoy them we see them all the time you know and there's tv shows now uh actually i think it's done but what was the uh the playlist one where the the girl she hears everything in music oh zoe's extraordinary playlist yeah so, I mean, there are things we have seen in this world that are like a musical. So, I absolutely enjoyed this film. So, if you haven't seen it, give it a chance. We saw this on Amazon. Um, it's on Shudder. Yes. So, it might be on Hulu. Yeah, you mm, just If you listen to this podcast and you're genuinely interested in horror movies, you should just get a Shudder account, really. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's pretty spiffy. Tack it on. It's like you know, another eight bucks or whatever it is, but it's worth it. There's so much content and we watch a lot of movies on Shudder. There's a a lot of the stuff we watch is from there. It's pretty dang spiffy. So we'll get through this story. There's tons of music. I'm not going to give the songs any type of like, they're, they're just due, but there are some really, really good ones turning my life around. That's a song that is based off the short. So when she wakes up and she's dancing down the street, that's turning my life around. Uh, Hollywood Ending is a really good one. Yeah, like, it's very foreshadowing, too. Yeah, nothing's going to stop me now. The villain gets a song, you know? Uh, Give them a show. It's a really solid one. There's really good songs in this. So, like I said, we'll get through this and we'll talk about the... You know, the beginning and the end, and we'll get through our favorite and least favorite characters and stuff like that. So, we are in Scotland. And so, we meet up with Anna Shepard, and she's about to finish school. 
And instead of going to university, like her father wants her to, she just wants to travel the world for a year. She says a year, but they don't work like that. <laughs> Once you see the world, you're like, damn, I kind of want to see more of the world. <laughs> but no, that's her goal. She wants to, I want to say Australia, right? Is what she said. Yeah, she wants to go to Australia. And her dad, being the typical Disney parental unit, there's only one because the other one passed away. And they're very protective. So it makes sense. You know, he lost his wife and he's like, I need you close to me because it'll make me happy. So <laughs> so while this is happening, her friends are dealing with their own issues. So her best friend, John, is secretly in love with her and mm-hmm. wants her to see him the way that he sees her, you know? Oh, it's so cute. Yes. But she, unfortunately, has eyes for Nick. Kind of. Ish. Well, she... They fooled around, and they're they're kind of fuck buddies, and it's, like, weird. Yeah, so she's, she's like, he's annoying, and he's a piece of shit, but I can't stop looking at him. It's that kind of situation. Yeah. They hate each other, but they kind of don't. So, a filmmaker, Chris, he's trying to figure out a class assignment. So, they're supposed to film something about life, or what they feel, or just something real, and he made a fucking, like, sizzle reel of just, like, scenes from movies that he, like, sweeted. Like, made shitty versions of scenes and stuff. I want to say there was, like, Evil Dead nod. Mm-hmm. Uh, alien. He had he had an alien come out of someone's chest. Yeah, this is where a whole bunch of, like, other horror movie nods went in. They couldn't fit them in other parts of the movie, really, but they threw a ton of them in this dude's little, like, yeah. five-minute student film. It was really fucking cool. Like, it was pretty spiffy. I, like, saw it in the background. I was like, oh, holy shit, it's alien. So, and there is Steph. So she's a transfer student. I want to say, is she supposed to be just American? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Because her parents are in Mexico for vacation and didn't go with her. Didn't take her with him. Yeah, because Steph makes it sound like they really don't like her. And I understand that. A lot of kids say that about their parents. Sometimes it's true. So Steph is very much a reporter. And not the grimy type of reporter that's trying to, like, shit on people. It's the one trying to uncover truths and things. But unfortunately... The vice principal, Mr. Savage, really hates Steph because he's pro well, she is probably discovering shit and trying to make him look bad. So Mr. Savage have a, has a big old chip on his shoulder because the principal is about to retire. And so the whole time in this movie, he says, well, this is going to be my school soon. And the way you're doing things, that's going to be out the window. You're not going to be here when I am in charge. So we hear that a lot. And he is a piece of shit. So he pops up all the time in this movie. And it's funny. I love Disney films and musicals will do this instantly. You can tell who the villain is five seconds in. You're like, oh, that's that piece of shit in the corner. It's just got the sour puss. (laughs) So obviously, Mr. Savage, he's the villain of this story. Well, besides the zombies, you know. And, like I said before, Nick, so it's Anna's little fuck buddy, is, he seems to be the bully of the school, and he bully, he's equal opportunity, he bullies the girls and the boys, that's a good bully. Equal lefts and rights, man. (laughs) Bully everybody. (laughs) So stupid. Or bully nobody. Yeah, right. Don't be a dick. 
So there is a Christmas show coming up. And Chris's girlfriend, Lisa, also a close friend of Anna, she is going to perform. And she's like, hey, just make sure you're there. And, you know, your grandma's going to be there. So I, I want you to see my performance. And I was like, oh, that's so cute. But unfortunately, Steph, she needs help with her story for the same class. And they're going to go to a homeless shelter and film for it. Anna and John, they work at the local bowling alley. And so while all of this is happening, in the background of a lot of scenes, you start to see people walk a little stiff. People are coughing a lot more. People are scratching their skin. People are have rashes on their skin. It's really funny. Little by little, you can see the infection spreading. And I want to say they don't really acknowledge where it comes from, which is fine. You don't have to tell me where the zombies come from. Yep. I actually prefer movies that don't show that. Yeah. Just... Like, that leave it open, because then it's like, oh, well, there's a, you know, you could make a second one. You could let me know. Yeah. It's or like... not. It doesn't matter. I'm good. Like, there's just zombies around. Yeah. Cool. It's like the original Night of the Living Dead. Could have been, you know, raised from Venus. Could have been that satellite that came back from space. Or hell has doesn't have enough room for people anymore. It could be e any of those. Or a mix of all. That'd be crazy, too. So, uh, while this is happening, the zombies are starting to pile up. So, Lisa, at her performance, she does, <laughs> she does this Christmas song that is chock full of innuendos. It is racy as hell. And it's called... It's That Time of Year. And it's a really good song, but... She starts singing, and I'm like, that's a nice song. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck should she just say? Yeah. Oh, oh, it's that kind of song. And yeah. I instantly just relax and just listen to the words. I'm like, this is bad. It was, it was <laughs> slutty as hell. So yeah. all of the teachers and the principal and the parents are just like, what the fuck? Yeah, Mr. Savage is like, I am going to kill her. <laughs> He's like upset about it. And Anna's dad, he works at the school. He's like the janitor. And... He's just sitting there like, this is a nice song. <laughs> and he kind of says, like, they're kids, man. Come on. Like, they're going to do dumb shit. Like, why yeah. are you upset about it? So just Let them do the dumb shit. Yeah. So that happens. And then you see Mr. Savage because someone keeps beating on the door. And he's like, who the fuck, the fuck is out here? And he seems to be all right, but zombies are at the doors. Unfortunately, Lisa, she doesn't see Chris there. Because he's at the homeless shelter. And she's a bit upset about it. And then we get a jump forward in time. So we don't see how people got home or what they did after that. But Anna and John, they wake up for school. And they walk to school singing their song with their headphones in. Uh, completely oblivious to the zombie madness around them. Now, this scene actually reminds me of Dawn of the Dead, the remake version. And when the main character, I can't remember her name to save my life, she hops in her car and her husband is chasing her down the street. You see people running out of their houses, getting jumped, people are dead in the streets. All this stuff is happens the same way in this movie. And it's funny, in the short, a lady has a carriage with a little baby in it, and she runs into the street... And drops the baby carriage and keeps running. That happens in the short. It happens in this one. 
and a zombie runs over and starts eating the baby. I was like, oh my god, this is dark as hell. Yeah, that did take a dark turn for a minute there. Yeah, this movie gets rough. So, they meet they up. They don't really show it. It's just like, like, they don't show the body of the baby ever. It's just like, you could see them around the pram, like, eating. Yeah, you <laughs> kind of hear the crunching sound and stuff. While he's sitting there just... <laughs> yeah. So, as they are finishing their song, they are really close to a cemetery? And it's right next to a playground. That was really weird. But, you know, they don't got all the money making all these big scenes. It was kind of like that when we were in Ireland, though. Yeah. There was, like, a playground right close to a cemetery and a school, like, very close by. It was weird. Maybe it's a room thing. Or it's just, like, they don't got the same feelings about... I I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) So, as we finish this song, they see a person dressed like a snowman and the snowman falls over and they're like oh are you all right sir like you know i'm a first responder i can help you and anna tries to pick the guy up and then she sees his face and his like skin on his lips is gone his just teeth is bloody and he's trying to attack them they run over to the playground and anna uses the seesaw to decapitate the man and John is like, what the fuck is happening? And, sh- you know, she's like, uh, that's really weird. And John's actually the first one to acknowledge the, the fucking elephant in the room. It's funny in horror movies with zombies, there's always one person that doesn't want to acknowledge that there are zombies around. Because they think that's just so, so crazy. And John is like, these are zombies. She's like, nope, nope, they are not. They're like, well, what the fuck do you call that? And they look over at the head, and the head is still trying to bite them. He's like, nah, nah, nah. not attached to the body. So these zombies are kind of like the return of the living dead ones, you know? You can break them apart, and they're still moving. And so Anna finally kind of accepts this. So they start heading to the school. While this is happening in the school, a bunch of adults, so Chris's grandmother... Mr. Savage, Tony, Lisa are inside. So Tony, Anna's dad, and Mr. Savage, they have themselves a little song and they're arguing about if they should save other survivors outside or lock the doors and stay inside the school. Mr. Savage wants to lock the doors and stay inside because he says that the military's gonna come save us. This is what they're supposed to do. You know, save the people. And Tony's like, this is idiotic. My daughter's out there. Tons of people's kids are still outside. We should save them and bring them in. And so it makes sense. Both sides, they have really good arguments to it. You open the doors, there's a chance you bring something scary inside. I get that part, Mr. Savage. But Tony's like, don't be a bitch. Open the doors. Let's help people. I absolutely get that part, too. More people, you can do more stuff. <laughs> and Mr. Savage seems to kind of win the argument because there's a military broadcast saying, don't worry, y'all. We're on our way. Do, 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 do. Boo, boo, boo. So Anna and John, they realize that it's pretty dangerous to, to go back home or to the school. It's a pretty far walk. So they head to the bowling alley, and they meet Steph and Chris there. So it seems like after the homeless shelter, they headed to the bowling alley. So they find out 
that an army evacuation is coming to the school. So they're going to head that way. So Anna and Steph, they go to pee in the restroom, the girls' room, and they find the boss in the restroom. And I don't understand where the other zombies came from. They were in the movie earlier. I guess they were like part of a league because they all had the same clothes on. And they bust out. So everyone's got to fight zombified bowlers so it's a really funny scene and everyone's trying their best to defend themselves john uses two bowling balls and smushes a dude's head and i thought that was really fucking cool mm-hmm. so they stay the night in the bowling alley because they don't really know what to do and they have an idea so they use a like a what a, a mini floatable like pool and they turn it upside down and they are walking under the pool. Cause, so that means, you know, zombies can't get to them because it's bouncy and it's like a big balloon. It's not a bad idea. Until a zombie just like sits on Steph's head and they're like, I can't move. And then the zombie just starts peeing and they're like, oh shit. The zombie sees Anna as she looks under the pool and they start to get attacked. Fortunately for them, Nick, the bully, and his friends saved the group from a horde of zombies. And they are very much the, we're all about action in this bitch. And they have a really cool song, and they're all, they're just bad boys. Uh, Anna is still smitten about this man, kinda, and plus he just saved him, so. Anna, she tells John, at this point, there's a lot of talking, and especially with John, because he's trying to keep her safe because he's in love with her. And Nick is, like, kind of looking at her. So it's kind of this love triangle situation. So Anna tells John that she's still going to go travel, despite all of this happening, which is kind of a a dumb decision, because you don't know how far this goes. They did see on TV that other countries are dealing with this zombie situation, but they don't know to what extent. And so they're like, hey, maybe it's not that bad in other places. It it probably is. (laughs) And... It seems like Anna tells John that, you know, we're best friends. And she kind of says that she knows about his feelings. And she doesn't, she isn't going to reciprocate on the feelings. So, John, I feel for John, man. I feel for you, but You know, you just want to tell the girl you love her. And she's like, ah, you're cool. <laughs> so, at the school, we see that the military, they did come. And they got eaten by the zombies, so there's zombie military outside. And everyone's like, fuck you, Vice Principal Savage, we out this bitch. And so Savage realizes that you can have all the power, but if you don't have people to exert the power over, it means nothing. And so he's starting to feel his power slowly trickle away, and he starts to get desperate. So the students... They make it through a Christmas tree emporium (laughs) to save time. I would have stayed on the main fucking road, but what do I know, you know? And they get ambushed by zombies, and all of Nick's friends get snatched the fuck up and eaten, and they instantly turn. Uh, This virus is stupid strong. So after they escape, our boy John, he gets bitten as he is trying to save Anna. And he actually sacrifices himself to distract the zombies long enough so Anna can get away. Steph grabs her. 
and is like, he's gone. Rip out my heart. Yeah. And she's trying to go back to save John. And she, Steph's like, no, we got to go. And she's like, what? No, but John. He's like, no, no, he's dead. <laughs> and they start heading to the school. It's just like a zombie film, man. One at a time, people die. At this point, Anna, she grabs a candy cane, like, axe bludgeon situation, spear. Oh, it's like one of those candy canes that you stick in your yard. So it's got like a spike on the end. So oh, that yeah, it'll like a post. Yeah, 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 so that it'll stake down into your yard. So the survivors, the kids, they make it to the school. Hooray, they're somewhere safe. Oh, no, they're not. <laughs> they discover that Mr. Savage, he let zombies in to gather some type of control over the people. Because I guess now he has a weapon and he can force people to do things or he'll let the zombies out. It's really fucking creepy. And he does it with the kids. He tells them to head into this room and all your friends and family are in here. They go in and he locks the door behind them and it's full of fucking zombies. And he blows a whistle and he's like, come on and eat. (laughs) And the kids are like, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, yeah, kind (laughs) of. But this is what he craves. He wants people to be afraid of him and, uh, I don't know, want him to, I don't know, ask for help from him. That's what he wants. So the kids get out and they split off. So Anna and Nick, they split off, split, split out, split off. Mm-hmm. Why does that sound so weird? I don't know. Split up. That's what it there is. You go. Split off sounds so goddamn weird. <laughs> they split up to search for Anna's dad, and Steph and Chris look for, well, Chris's family, his grandma, is somewhere in here, and she wasn't doing good because she doesn't have her medicine. Ugh. And Steph wants to find her car keys for her car so they can have a vehicle to get the fuck out of here. So Chris finds Lisa, his girlfriend, and his grandma, but Sherry died of a heart attack. She didn't have her medicine, unfortunately. So now Lisa's with the group. Hooray. So Steph, Chris, and Lisa find the car keys in Principal Savage's office. And Chris and Lisa, they use a his phone and use video footage from his sizzle reel as a distraction. So the zombies are watching the TV and they just ignore them as they're crawling out the room. Unfortunately, the tape or the phone, like... I guess he got to the end of the sizzle reel and zombies jump him. And so he tries to press the button to restart it and he does restart it. But after they got bit. So they and the girl. Yeah. Chris and Lisa, they both get bit. So now Steph, very sad, leaves and they use a distraction so Steph can get out. Anna finds Principal Savage in the auditorium where he's using her dad as bait for the zombies. So Anna, she gets to the stage and saves her dad. And her dad fights Principal Savage. And Savage gets his ass kicked. Because he's kind of a string bean. And Tony, like, Anna's dad's a big boy. So he's beating the shit out of him. And, you know, Principal Savage is like, go ahead and kill me. I don't care anymore. And he lets him go. He's like, well, I'm not killing you, you little bitch. Unfortunately, he grabs a weapon. He's going to attack Tony from behind. Anna pulls a rope 
and a giant star swings down and hits Principal Savage into the zombies. And they eat the fuck out of him. Hooray! Nothing can go wrong. Everyone's happy. Oh no, Anna's dad got bit. <laughs> so, Anna says goodbye to her dad. And Tony's like, you know, please live your life and make it out of this. And Nick, he arrives. The bully makes it. And he's a lot softer now. He's been through some shit. So he doesn't seem like much of a dickhead. And the two of them leave the school. Once they get outside, tons of zombies appear. And they're ready to make one last stand. That's all they can do. And then, Steph, she rolls up in the car. (laughs) So Anna, Nick, and Steph hop into the car. And they drive off looking for safety in this world and that is the end of this movie so katie who is your favorite character in anna in the apocalypse that would be uh anna's best friend forever john he was such a sweetheart and he had all these feelings for on for anna that he didn't really get to ever deal with he kind of sang a song about it but he never really like flat out told her that he loved her. Um, You know, she had a little feeling about it, but it was never something that they really got to dive into. And then he sacrificed himself for her, and it was like this super sweet moment, um, and it was heartbreaking. Anna just crushed it. Um, Ella Hunt, who plays Anna, just the emotion on her face when her best friend died was, like, brutal. And just the way that he stuck up for her and the way that she stuck up for him when uh chris was like or nick was he the other bully yeah Yeah, when nick was like bullying him or talking shit on him it was just like their friendship was so genuine and awesome i loved john what about you it's kind of a mix of john and steph at first steph was very much the like i said she was that crazy reporter that was trying to find out things. Seemed kind of weird and didn't want to really fit into the group. But after, like we say here in Allentown, struggle breeds relationships. Uh, once she started seeing people getting fucking eaten, she's like, ah, let's, let's be friends. <laughs> let's get part of the group. She was really smart. And she was the only one with a car. So I thought she was really funny in this. And John, yeah, no shit, man. He, he's the one out here trying to protect the girl that he loved. And it was weird. He actually didn't get the girl. Usually in these situations, you know, they realize that they actually do love each other. And then they make it. But then I remembered, this is a part horror movie. And in horror movies, there is no happy ending. The happy ending is you fucking survived. But all your friends died. Mm-hmm. You know? And you gotta be a final girl somehow. Your boyfriend is probably gonna die. So she didn't have a boyfriend technically, but the best choice got eaten. So I get it. So Katie, who's your least favorite character? Oh, it's gotta be the principal, Mr. Savage. That guy was a fucking asshole the whole movie. Like, you're a grown-ass man and you're so fucking petty that your whole goal in your job is to dick with these teenagers? Like, to purposely make their lives hell? What the fuck, dude? You don't belong in education. (laughs) 
right? At like, all. Like, you are trash. And then the whole thing with Anna's dad, like, what the fuck? He's your colleague. Like, you have the worst, like, little dick syndrome. He's just <laughs> awful. Though, not surprisingly, I'm not going with Mr. Savage. He did his job just fucking right. He's a heel. Seconds into this movie, I was like, oh, I'm going to hate you. And I did hate him yep. for all the right <laughs> reasons. So he did his job right. He's great. He could have been way worse. Apparently, they left out a song that he did. But the writers and directors, they realized that they wanted the movie to be a lot more about the kids. So they were like, two numbers by the villain is just a bit much. Or like with the adults. And I was like, no, it, it's just fine, man. Scar, be prepared, man. Sometimes you need that fucking, that good song. and be like, man, Scar is awesome. I think Scar is awesome. <laughs> but I went with Nick. I don't like when movies shoehorn in a new love interest just because. Nick was crap from the beginning. He was like a one night stand kind of guy. Mm-hmm. It, there was no, it seemed like there was no good parts to him. He was just a shitty, shitty person that still had eyes for Anna, I guess, because he, I don't know, didn't get to stay with her. It, it didn't seem like... It, so, usually in movies, when someone's bad, but they're going to face turn, usually there's hints up front that they're good, but they're just hiding it, or there's a reason they're being bad. He didn't have... There were no moments at the beginning of this movie. He was bullying people, and he'd look at her... And he's like, hey, baby. It wasn't even like a, oh, man, I wish I could go out with her. It was just, hey, baby, you want to bang? And then she would walk away. So I was like, oh, he's going to die. And then he didn't. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, it it just, and I don't know, they might not stay together. But like I said, struggle, man. That breeds fucking relationships. But no, Nick was crap. He had a good song, good voice. I just, he was my least favorite character. But he was poop. Poop water. So, let us do seven-word synopsis. So, my first one is, and I forgot to bring this up, but it was fucking great. The penguin dance and rap was great. So, at the Christmas performance, other kids had different things they did. Two kids did a penguin rap, and it Mm -hmm. was fucking awesome. And then later on in the movie, you see them as zombies. So, I was like, oh, they stayed together. They eat for life. And then my last one is really sad and dark for musical. I say that, but then I'm like, I've seen pretty sad musicals. But this one was really dark. Like it, like I knew people were gonna die. It's about zombies. Not everybody lives, you know. I think out of all the genres of horror or specific bad guys in horror, I think zombie has the biggest kill count out of things. Like they kill more than vampires or oh, werewolves for sure. zombies everybody dies like it's yeah. not well it's typically like a virus and it spreads so easily yeah. because their goal is to eat like vampires have to choose to turn you same with yeah. werewolves like they either eat you whole or they turn you and it's like mm, will they won't they which one are they gonna do but zombies are just like nah flesh nom nom yeah. Now you're zombie. It's so depressing. Usually, and that's why Michael loves these movies. I I get it, man. It just pe- in one bite. That's all it is. 
you'll be making it all the way through this movie and then someone bites you on the leg. You're like, fuck, man, I'm going to die. I don't understand why people don't. I mean, everyone should be in leather. Leather jacket. Dress like you're about to hop on a motorcycle. That is the best route. Or just put fucking chainmail on. You know, that's what they say in the in the fucking books. Chainmail. Their teeth will break before they can bite you. But what do I know? Uh, but I would for sure have long sleeve fucking things on me. I'm not going outside in fucking Daisy Dukes and a crop top <laughs> to fight zombies. <laughs> but, yeah. So, Katie? High School Musical meets Shaun of the Dead. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and then Christmas Zombie Musical. Who knew it'd slap? Yeah. <laughs> it's eight words, but Shaun of the Dead meets La La Land. That's one of the things on the cover of the, of the movie. Huh. I'm like, yeah, what do you know? So, let's see. Minority Kill Count. I do not remember someone dark in this. There were dark kids in the background, but I don't remember seeing anybody specifically get... None of the leads were... No. But there were black... In, in yeah, the, there were other kids. In the Hollywood ending song, there was a black kid in the back. For I did sure. See For sure, but none of the mains were, and you couldn't really tell this is just like that kind of like that house of vampires and just like like there were in the background but we don't know how many we couldn't tell so yeah so the minority kill count is 273 and tito turtle in a house full of vampires full of vampires was there a budget or a box for this film there was a box office. Mm. So, this film came out, well, different times, <laughs> but Fantastic Fest, no, September 22nd, 2017, or in the UK, November 30th, 2018. So, what do you think the box office was? I said too low, and then I guessed 500,000. Not bad. 600. In seventy thousand four hundred and thirty dollar inks. That is so sad. Well, you gotta remember, it didn't come out in theaters. This was this is an independent film. Yeah. So with that money, that's not fucking bad. It did more than fucking the collector. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it's got the angle of a musical, and people loved the creator of the original. So, it wasn't like a. This is a brand new idea. They're like, oh, it's the dude. It's the Vine guy. He, he made a movie. I'm like, yeah. So, I mean, hell, past the halfway point to a million. That's pretty damn good. And at this point with DVD sales and stuff, it's had to have hit a yeah. million by now. I need to get this on Blu-ray. That is very much the next one in the list because I need. I want to hear the, the other songs. For sure. But no, I really like this movie. It was really fucking fun. Yeah, it was. So, do you have anything else to say about Anna and the Apocalypse? It is really, really good, and these songs are going to get stuck in your head, and you'll want to just keep singing them, and it's so just outrageous. You're going to love it. It's really cute for what it is. It's really cool, but then it pulls the, I'm really cute, I'm really cute, death. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, it, it caught me off guard. I, I didn't think... It would get that real. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is a zombie apocalypse film. It should get real. And then it did. And I was like, fuck, man, I like these kids. <laughs> and 
like I always say, I don't really care about the main character, in, especially in horror movies. But if the supporting people can be awesome and make me smile, you got me hooked. And everybody around Anna, Anna wasn't that bad. She had some issues, and there's a reason we didn't pick Anna as our favorite. <laughs> She's just kind of mid, honestly, a lot of the time. Her voice is great, though. Yes. I was mad that she didn't like John. Yeah. I, I was, I was kind of pissed at her. And then he died. I was like, you, mm, you bitch. You know? So, but she was fine. But other people were way better, you know? John. John was a fucking shining star in this movie. So, yeah, like I said. You got me if everyone around the main character can be awesome. So, with that, that is the end of this episode. This is episode 262. Or episode 6. In the books. In the pocket. Out of sight. So, the studio Fetus. Thank you so much for the artwork. Flipping the combined effort is the music you're listening to right now. Flipping the CE anywhere you can find them. So, if you have any questions about musicals, or Christmas, or zombies, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. And admittedly, we know a lot about all three of those things. Yeah, like a lot. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> uh, we have an email at AllentownPresents at gmail.com. We have Facebook at Allentown Presents. So, what do you have? Do you have any uh, final words for the Christmassy side? Uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 6 of our annual Christmas movie countdown. We will be back again tomorrow with another Christmas movie. I'm very pumped. The set list, and it's constantly changing because things keep popping up. Uh, I didn't realize that we'd probably be reviewing a fucking wrench scary movie. Here the fuck we are, you know. Uh, it's coming. And... Robo Santa murdering people in a town. It's coming. That's what I'm saying. So we had a set list months before, and then it just grew and grew and grew, and now we have to make tough cuts. Yeah. Time for the tough cuts. The list grew two sizes big that yeah. night. Yeah. So I'm pumped for the mean one because it's our boy Art the Clown. Well, the, the actor David Howard Thornton. He's playing the fucking Grinch. Well, the mean one. You don't want to get sued. <laughs> So I'm yeah, they're pumped. very careful. It's very much the shinning out here. Yeah, I'm very pumped. There's some really cool ideas. Katie's got some really good Christmassy films popping up. So yeah. I'm I'm pumped. I'm pumped. There's some good ones out there. Violent Night, man. I'm ready to see Santa punch people. I'm excited people. about Violent Night. So like I said, there's some great Christmassy films. New excited Christmassy films, Go- man. The Guardians of the Galaxy holiday yes. special. Oh, man. I'm, I'm there's so a lot. There's a lot. It's going to be a good year. Yeah. So like always... We will be back eh, possibly in a week. These scary ones are just kind of going to be at different times. But 100%, you will hear Katie's beautiful voice tomorrow for another Christmas film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Now, that's musically spooky. (laughs) (laughs) No, what you should have said was, (laughs) I sing every day. Singing's my favorite. (laughs) I was thinking about Elf. I should have called you and asked you what your favorite color was. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Everyone can sing. It's the same thing as talking. You just move your voice around. Hi, I'm singing. <laughs> I'm in a store and I'm singing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye, guys. Bye.